Gal Pals Watch. I'm Sarah. And I'm Alicia. And this is a podcast where we discuss queer lady identified movies. Nice. Or non-binary whatever. <laughs> non-binary whatever. Uh, queer movies that don't have cis Like men. we only look at bi- non-binary journals <laughs> and magazines. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just, just riffing. We're riffing. Just riffing. This is a podcast where we riff about movies. Yeah, dog. And today we are talking about uh, <laughs> chasing Amy. Chasing Amy, which oh I believe boy. is a 1997 film, okay. written and directed by Kevin Smith. Yeah, it's a Kevin Smith film, so yeah, naturally it opens up with comics and marijuana. Yes. <laughs> Needless to say, I am not a fan of Kevin Smith. I am not a fan of this movie, generally speaking. <laughs> um, it is very broy for a lesbian movie. It's not a lesbian movie. It's not a lesbian movie. It's a it's a bro movie with a lesbian character who yeah. isn't actually lesbian. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Well, she. I don't lot. think she would choose. She chooses the label of lesbian, I guess. So she yeah. is lesbian. Yeah. Um. There's a lot to talk about with that. There is. So basically, we have... Oh, what's his name? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. That guy. That guy. He's like the main bro. He's so boring. I cannot stand <laughs> Ben Affleck. Every movie with Ben Affleck, I'm just like, why do you keep making movies go away? <laughs> and he's playing this like... At first, he's not a sensitive guy, and then he kind of turns into a sensitive guy when he wants to get some action from exactly. a girl. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and his best friend is played by Jason Lee, Banky. Yeah. I know. Um, Every time I said Banky, I thought of Banksy. Yeah, so did I. I yeah. thought it was, that's what they were saying. Um, he is the fucking worst. He's the fucking he worst. Is, he has some serious internalized homophobia. Yeah. And he takes it out on the world and on the viewer. Oh, yes. Ears and eyeballs. <laughs> yes. I have a lot to say about that, too. Yeah. Um, so, basically, it's about, like, these two bros that we're just talking about. They're comic book writers. Yeah. Um, Wait, what's Ben Affleck's character's name? It oh, Holden. Holden. Because that was the other thing. I was like, yeah, he annoys me about as much as Holden Caulfield annoyed me. <laughs> fucking can't stand that character <laughs> anyway all holden suck just kidding if your name is holden i'm sorry I, you don't suck well you're probably like a gay gal with the name holden so that's fucking awesome yeah that would be cool i'd be into or that. like a non-binary person with yeah the name holden that's right anyway Sister as long as you're holden, not yeah <laughs> you can get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of yes. here <laughs> um but literally when you google this movie it says, a comic book writer stumbles upon the love of his life only to discover that she's gay. That's it. That's the whole thing. That is the movie. shittiest description. <laughs> oh, my God. How can she be the love of your life if she's not even interested in you? Yeah. That's a two-way street, my friend. Oh, my God. So, basically, it's from, they start off at a con. Yeah. Um, like, a comic <laughs> book convention. Yeah, and it's a really lame-looking con. Oh, it looks It's, like, sad. a very sad... <laughs> It looks very sad. It, but it's supposed to be like New York City Comic Con or something. I'm like, this does not seem realistic. Yeah. If it was a big city Comic Con, it would be way more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say that 
Kevin Smith at least had the um, foresight. I don't know. But the way in which these characters meet each other is because um, the gal, Allison. No, yeah. Yeah. Alyssa. Alyssa. Right. <laughs> Alyssa. Not Amy. Not Amy. Her name's Believe Alyssa. Yeah. So Alyssa is also a comic book writer. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's on a panel for like a di- basically a diversity panel. Mm-hmm. And she's with um, another guy, Hooper, Hooper X, um, who kind of plays this like Malcolm X character. He has this persona that he uses for marketing purposes. Yeah. At least that's the way it's established in the movie. Yeah. That he is a militant, like, Black Pan- Panther person. Yeah. And I, like, right away, as soon as the scene was happening, I was like, oh, no. This is very, very, very bad. Yes. <laughs> like... Oh, I mean, it was 1997. That's not an excuse. It's just, like, context. But I just... Yeah. Well, there was... His character is gay. Yeah, so his character is gay, but... But he has to, like, hide it up with this uber, like, masculine thing. Because his comic, or whatever he represents, Mm -hmm. is, like, very... um, black power mm-hmm. uh, white man's the devil right. kind of thing he even says to a little kid yeah. later on the film he was like that man he's the devil yeah. he's the white devil but the thing is like the way that it's portrayed it makes fun of it's like black exploitation it is black yes yeah it makes fun of like racism basically yeah um, which is a real systemic and oppressive thing that is really fucking horrible and it's like not yeah. I don't know. It definitely makes a joke of it and it's very cringy. They so he essentially um teams up with the two bro dudes mm-hmm. to like do a scene mm-hmm. essentially during the panel so the rest of the audience is like shocked by him. Right. And he basically like pulls out a gun mm-hmm. and like pretends to shoot one of the guys. Yeah, Banky. Um, yeah, pretends to shoot Banky based on, you know, what they said, like mm-hmm. a pre written fright, right. essentially. Um, Saying some really horrible white supremacist things. Yeah, really bad. And then he, like, pulls out this. I don't know if it's a fake gun, but it's, it doesn't have real yeah, bullets in it. Yeah, fake or. Yeah, not. But he and pulls then, out a gun, and I'm like, yeah, oh my god. I know. No. As soon as I saw that, I was like, what the hell are we watching? I and then it, the whole shtick is that, like, it's an act, and the publisher, like, set it up so that no one would get in trouble. Yeah. And I was like, uh, no. Just yeah. so much no. So much no to this. And then on top of the black exploitation stuff, there's also, like, the butt of the joke is that, like, <laughs> but it's so funny that he does this because he's totally an effeminate man. Yeah. Gay guy. Yeah. Effeminate gay guy. That is the butt of the joke. Um, Fuck and, that. Yeah. He's, like... Yeah, he's totally made to be, like, the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, he he does kind of get one over on Banky um, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But I don't he know. He also, it's weird because he's basically, like, every black trope of, like, a white-made movie. <laughs> where and he's the only black guy in this movie. Yeah, of course. Uh, he's the only person of color, I think. Yeah, anyway. pretty sure. Um because he also has a little bit of like the magical Negro thing going on where he shows up for like stage advice. Yeah. Yeah. Like the life lesson for the white bro dude who needs help. 
you know. Oh my god, you're so right. Yeah. Yeah. And he that does also that a lot. is gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, so essentially like all these those four, the bro dudes and um Alyssa and I want Wait, to say who are the four bro dudes? It's Blank oh, sorry, and the Holden. Two, sorry, the two yeah, bro okay. dudes. <laughs> Hooper and Alyssa. They all yeah. go out to a club eventually. Um, but like <laughs> the so, club is called Meow Mix, which oh really I didn't see that. Yeah, um, so I think it used to be a real lesbian bar in New York. That's awesome, um, but it doesn't exist anymore because all the lesbian bars died. Yeah, and Hooper apparently like bartends there or yeah. something, um, and Alyssa wants to go there because she's gay. But yeah. um, Holden doesn't know this yet, and mm-hmm. Bakey doesn't know this yet, and he's Holden kind of has like blinders. Actually, both the guys yeah, kind of have do. blinders as to like what is going on around them. They don't realize like what club they're in and how like it's they're extremely totally, self-centered. Yeah, and how there's basically only women in this club, mm-hmm. and then they, like, <laughs> Bakey only realizes it after like Alyssa starts to make out with the girl. Yeah, then he looks around. Well, okay. So Banky is in love with Holden. Yes. This is a thing that... We don't really find that out no, until No, not until the end, but it's pretty obvious. Just because I didn't of, think it was. Really? I thought it was just because of how extreme it was that he was so... Jealous? He was so jealous, but also he was, like, very homophobic in, like, every interaction he had. Yeah, he threw around... Like, every interaction. Yeah, he threw around the word, like... All yeah, the time. all the time, and like he was homophobic towards gay men, towards queer women, like mm-hmm. just and almost everything he said. He had this whole there was this whole scene where he was arguing with what was his name Hooper, yeah, um, about the Archie comics because oh, Hooper yeah. was like, oh yeah, like Jughead is bi or whatever or gay or something, and. Banky was like so upset by this idea. Yeah. That it was it was really extreme. He made them leave and like yeah. go to like a convenience store to pick up comic books mm-hmm. so they could like, you know, yeah. research them together right, or something right. like that just to prove a point. But it's like at the end of the day, Hooper's always gonna say that and he can right. read into whatever he wants. Yeah. And you'll read into whatever you want right. too. So just the the constant extreme homophobia for me made it really obvious that he was like hiding something. I don't know. No, I can, I can definitely see that. Like I wasn't necessarily shocked when that happened, but I was also pissed because Mm -hmm. I was like, that's not a valid excuse. Oh no, it's not a valid excuse. No, not at all. Um, But yeah, he, I would say that, that word that slur is used like 30 times. Oh my God. So many times. And they also use the word dyke as a slur. Mm-hmm. Um, Banky, specifically. Yeah, Banky does. Yeah, he uses a lot of homophobic slurs. Mm-hmm. He's also a bit of a misogynist. Um, um, a bit. A bit. <laughs> Just a Just bit. Just a bit. <laughs> They're all misogynist. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the one moment where he and Alyssa bond is when they're talking about, like, sex injuries mm-hmm. from going down on girls. I hated that scene. But you know what? I kind of, so here's the thing, I kind of loved and hated Alyssa's character. same. Because I had never seen a character like this before, Mm -hmm. ever. Was this the first time you saw this movie? Yes. Okay, me too. It was, I've never seen a character like this, ever, Mm -hmm. ever, ever. 
Um, so I liked that she was like on par with the dudes, even though it was like really fucked up language. Mm-hmm. Um, but also at the same time, I hated it because it was fucked up language. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, this is so fucked up. You guys are like talking about women like they're objects. And yeah. One of you is a woman. Right. Uh. Okay. Here's the thing that I didn't like about Alyssa's character. There were a lot of things I actually liked about her. Mm-hmm. She was very unapologetic. Oh hell yeah. She was like open about her entire life, basically, um, which I don't think you have to be by any means. No. But she, that's just who she was, and she was not going to apologize for any of it. Um, and that I liked. But that scene with Banky where they were, like, comparing notes of, like, literal scars they've gotten from sex. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it because... It seemed to me like a bro dude's fantasy of what a lesbian should be. Yeah, like that's true. Just another bro. Yeah. And then later, she's not a bro anymore. She's your fuckboy, yeah, <laughs> basically. Okay. Yeah, your stupid dyke yeah. girlfriend, yeah. essentially. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the premise of this movie is that you're a lesbian until the right man comes along. Yeah. <laughs> but I also have a lot to say about that, too. Yeah. Because I don't think that's a bit case. reductive. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I will agree with you. Um, I just, I, I, I wonder what it was like. I feel like a lot of the lesbian community must have felt really betrayed when they were like oh there's a lesbian character in this movie and Mm -hmm. they went to the theaters to see it and then that outcome happens yeah so but it's a little more complicated than just that outcome it's way more complicated which i think is good there's a really interesting buzzfeed news article um called Looking Back at the Sexual Politics of Chasing Amy 20 Years Later. And I'll link to it in the show notes. It was written by a writer named Shannon Keating, and she actually interviewed Kevin Smith. Oh, hell Um, yeah. It's a really long, like, essay, and it's really fascinating. Um, But basically what he says... He didn't do himself any favors in this interview, in my opinion. But he says, like... He was dating Joey Lauren Adams, who plays Alyssa. Yeah. And so he wrote it as an apology to her and also based on her because she was like very worldly and had a lot more experience than him. And he was just like a douchey nerd. He called himself that. He was like, (laughs) I was basically a dick nerd uh, and I didn't have as much experience as her. And. Um, I was very jealous. So when they say, when he says worldly, what, is, what does that Well, mean? he doesn't really go into it, okay. I think, intentionally. But basically, the feeling I got from the interview was that he thought she was too cool for him, and so he was very possessive of her. Got it. And this movie was kind of like an apology to her? Yeah, like an Which homage is weird. slash apology. Because yeah. she also stars in it. I yeah. don't know. It's really weird. But, ugh, I don't know. There is one paragraph that um, I'll just quote. Yeah. 
It says, at the time of its release and in the years since, a number of queer critics and academics have criticized the film for attempting to school its audience of primarily straight nerd bros in Lesbianism 101, how sex between women works, virginity as a social construct, only to end up punishing its lesbian character for her sloppy sexual history. It's, uh, it's much less a lesbian film than it is a clueless bro's coming of age story that just happens to have a lesbian character, and she exists for the most part in the service of the straight dude, kickstarting his evolution without getting much in return. Ultimately, the film assumes that a lesbian can go straight, even if just for a little while, as soon as the right guy comes along. And I thought that paragraph was like the perfect like yeah. summary of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I can definitely see that. Um, yeah, I looking back, you know, I'm glad we put it on our list for mm-hmm. this, you know, conversation. But yeah, it's not a lesbian movie. Um, I think, you know, at its core, the protagonist is a cis white guy, mm-hmm. um, and we're supposed to like, I don't know, feel for him and his journey mm-hmm. for. Um, I don't know, in his journey to become woke. (laughs) Yeah, and the thing is also, like, he has the whole scene where he's telling Banky, like, he's being kind of the good guy, you know? He's like, don't call her a dyke, like, gotta be nice, all this stuff. And I was like, am I supposed to... Is this supposed to make him likable? Yeah. Because it's not working. Yeah, and, like... Here's the thing. <laughs> they have this, uh, I want to say Joey, because that's her real name. Oh, yeah. Alyssa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Holden have this huge fight after Holden yeah. um, admits to Alyssa that he has a huge crush on her. That they he's have in two love huge fights, actually, but we'll yeah. get to the other one. Yeah. After. That he, their first one is that, you know, she, um, he's in love with her. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah, and I loved um, until they kissed. Mm-hmm. I loved everything about that fight scene. Me too. Because Alyssa's like, "How fucking dare yeah. you? You knew exactly what was going on. I laid out the rules for you mm-hmm. very clearly that I'm gay, mm-hmm. and you have a lot of balls, like putting me in that situation mm-hmm. and um, yeah." making me feel that way and trapping me yeah. in a car yeah you know and all of this stuff and i was like holy shit that's fucking amazing yeah and i really did not expect her to turn around and kiss him no me either that's where the bullshit that's where the dude bro who made this movie came in yeah and ruined it <laughs> and it's not i'm not saying it's bullshit for someone who identifies as a lesbian to suddenly mm-hmm. want to date a man mm-hmm. but not even suddenly because we find yeah. out that she's dated guys in the sexuality past. is fluid Whatever. Yes. It's not about that. It's Somehow, not about being a gold star lesbian, which no. is like the dumbest thing yeah, in the world. Yeah, not at but. all. Um, yeah, absolutely none of that. But the fact that the word like bisexual isn't even yeah. uttered. No one ever and says it. And it didn't exist back then. So it's yeah, just kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and that's the thing too, is like their other major fight. Because then after that scene where they kiss in the rain, they get together and they're like legit dating for a yeah. while. Yeah. And then they go to this hockey game. And Banky has dug up some quote-unquote dirt on Mm. Alyssa from some random dude who was like, oh, yeah, like, me and my friend, we, like, fucked her together in high school or whatever. And he told Holden. Yeah. Because he's... That guy. That guy. (laughs) He's also really jealous. Yeah. And Holden got so upset about this. 
which is so mind-blowing. It's like, really, dude? And she even points it out. She's like, oh, so you were fine with knowing that I, like, fucked every girl in the world, but as soon yeah. as you found out that I had had sex with other men, you lose your shit. And he did it in public and, like, yeah. really got mad. And she has a total meltdown, which is completely justified. But that scene was hard to watch because she was screaming a lot. But she was saying a lot of things that were like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Yeah, and they have this, they've had this conversation before about mm-hmm. lesbian sex, and both the men in this movie are like, well, you're still a virgin. Yeah, blah, they blah, blah, will blah, blah. die on that hill. They I'm will like, die on seriously? it. Seriously? And even though they had this whole conversation, and Holden's like, kind of like, yeah, I get it, yeah. he still brings it up, mm-hmm. and that's when she's like, oh, so I could have slept with every single girl in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, but the second you found out that I slept with a couple guys in high school, mm-hmm. suddenly, like, it, but it, she's getting back. And she doesn't say this. Yeah. She doesn't say this, but it's, she's saying, essentially, you never validated any relationship I've had with a woman. Mm-hmm. You don't think of it as real. Yes. And also, <laughs> how gross is it that he was, like, attached to the idea of being the first guy that she ever fucked? That's so gross. That's gross. Yeah. Like, so, you are 30-something years old. Yeah, it says like, a lot about him yeah. for him to, like, basically get off on the fact mm-hmm. that he has turned this girl, or at the very yeah. least, like, you know, he yeah, still, he clearly he still did thinks get of off her as a virgin. That. Yeah. So, like, and that he kind of likes him, that. And he likes that. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. There's men. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like... Cis he, 90s men, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, white, he does this, like, bullshit of, men. like... Oh, but you've just been through so much and you've had so much experience and blah blah blah. So full of shit. And she's like, dude, I loved you. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to accept that when I say that I love you, that the, like I wanna be with you mm-hmm. in a monogamous relationship. I'm not gonna fuck anyone else. Yeah. And it doesn't matter like who I fucked before. Yeah. He just revealed himself as being not only dude. a gross asshole but very insecure mm-hmm. and extremely possessive and just like so possessive Ugh. so he tries to fix it all with a threesome <laughs> which is the fucking worst great idea bro <laughs> i was like oh my god this is not happening this is yeah. really not happening oh my god like i thought he was like gonna do a joke or something like mm-hmm. that and then he was completely serious yeah and I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Because he says, clearly, Banky, you're in love with me, and you're so jealous, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you're always, you know, saying mean things about gay people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, I get it, but also, like, and then why would you want to have sex with him? I know. Oh, my God. But, and then, but also, actually. <laughs> but Banky was why, into it. Yeah, but the reason why he wants to is because just to say that he did something, like, wild and crazy mm-hmm. so he can be, quote, unquote, on par yeah. with Alyssa. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you, like, keeping yeah. score or yeah. whatever? Sex is not yeah. like a fucking game, man. And this is another reason why it doesn't make any sense why Alyssa would be attracted to him. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing about him is appealing to what her character says she is into or likes and it's not just gender it's like the way a person is like he is a shitty person yeah it's like maybe she kind of got off on the fact of like 
he's cute and he's super yeah. interested in me. Yeah. You know, and Could it's, be. it's nice to be wanted. Yeah. Um, and that they have like comics and, um, that's know, true. That's true. They have that, you know, shared connection. Um, but also like you can see her when they're like dating, like those conversations that come up or even before they're dating where it's like, girl, that's like a dozen red flags that yeah. he just handed you. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Six dozen red flags. And she's just kind of like looking at them like, oh, well, I, maybe I could change him. Yeah. You know. Uh, that's another classic female trope. Yeah. So she's very much like taking on the um, role of I have to fix him mm-hmm. or whatever. But eventually she does not do that. And she's like, fuck you. I don't need this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, another part of her character that I really do like. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, Holden turns her into a comic and makes money off of it. Yep. So. Cool story, bro. <laughs> yeah, so the whole um, title of this movie comes from this story that Silent Bob um, says. Can we talk about Jay and Silent Bob? Go ahead. Well, I don't have that much to say about them. I've never seen any of the other movies. I just hate them. <laughs> like, I can't stand them. Jay is the one who does most of the talking, obviously. Yes. Silent Bob is very silent, usually. And he talks like he's a black person from the hood, which he's not. And I don't know. It just feels like... He's always talking about, like, having sex with women. Yeah, he's really awesome. misogynistic. But then also, like he'll say stuff that makes you think that he like loves women and like appreciates women but then like he clearly doesn't based yeah. on his I think the comments. way he like everything he says is so performative and true I think it just grosses me out it's like I knew a lot of guys in the 90s who were like that like mm-hmm. white guys who were trying to be cool by pretending yeah. to be black and stuff and that yeah. there's just a lot a lot wrong with that because you can't be black if you're white. (laughs) Did you know? (laughs) I don't know. It feels like cultural appropriation for like street cred or whatever. Yeah. Which is just a really fucked up like notion. But absolutely. Um, But yeah, then on top of that, he's like, yeah, women are objects (laughs) that can be fucked by us. Yeah. And Silent Bob essentially, you know, drops a weird truth bomb, not really, story. Yeah. Where he fell in love with this girl, Amy, and he tells this whole story, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he says, you're chasing Amy. He tells him, yeah. you're chasing Amy. So that's the name of the movie and the name of the comic book, too, mm-hmm. Chasing Amy. Um, but he shows it to Alyssa at, like, next year's Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, she is... I don't know if she's supposed to be with that girl. I she think was, so. Oh, my God. What a terrible match, too. <laughs> girl gets together. Uh. Um, yeah. And she just, like... He gives it to her. But, yeah, he does make money off of her. I didn't mm-hmm. think of that. You're right. And Banky get, gets his own comic or whatever. Yeah, he does. There's a whole scene in the beginning, because... He and Holden, when they do the comics together, 
Holden draws it in pencil and then Banky goes over it in pen. Yeah. And there's this whole scene and where I think like he like colors it too. Okay. He, he inks it. He that's inks what it. it is. Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah. And um there's like some guy in the signing line and also Casey Affleck is in that line, which is oh, Ben yeah. Affleck's brother. That's a um, Felix Overly. Yeah. And they get in this huge fight about tracing. Yeah. He's like, oh, so what you do is you trace it. And he's like, no. <laughs> he gets really mad. He's like, it wouldn't work without me. And they get into like a physical fist fight. That's like the first scene in the movie. I was like, what is this? What yeah. are we watching? So I guess, well, I don't know much about like comic book culture, but I guess that, that's a big deal or was a big know. deal back then. Um, but it's, it's it's still work, whatever it is. Right? Like I don't know. It's, and it's but it's nice that he has that like such a big insecurity and like yeah. that's his role between the two of them because he's kind of you know still worshiping at the altar mm-hmm. of Holden. Yeah. Um, and everything he does, it's like he's he's just supporting him all the way because mm-hmm. Holden either doesn't want to or doesn't know how mm-hmm. to like ink properly like yeah. Banky. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, it's just like this, it's a weird dynamic to show yeah. their relationship with each other. Yeah. Um, um, there's one tiny detail that has nothing to do with anything we've been talking about, but it just like really stuck out to me when we watched it, was, um, you know, there's that montage where Holden and Alyssa are starting to become friends, and there's like, I don't know, some kind of 90s music stuff playing. Of course. And it's... <laughs> a montage and they're like doing fun things together doing fun things. and at one point he's wearing like the chunky cable knit sweater like the white one from the gap <laughs> oh my god and i just saw that and i was like i had that sweater you have like instant nostalgia instant nostalgia <laughs> it was like don't even need to add water just <laughs> i just was like was wow so this is my favorite part of this movie is this sweater because it just brought me back brought me back funny yeah yeah a lot of this movie was like oh shit i remember like every single moment of that hairstyle yes (laughs) but actually you know what's funny is that um i had never seen this movie like the whole thing but that scene in the bar where banky and Alyssa are comparing sex scars Mm -hmm. i remember that scene and i didn't know I had seen it before, but I was at my friend Katie's house. Oh, I guess I shouldn't say her name. I don't know, whatever. We're not really in touch anymore. It was so, so long ago. But I was at her Is house. Is that her real name? With, <laughs> no. Uh, no, I changed it. <laughs> uh, Katie's a common name. It's fine. Um, it doesn't matter anyway. This is nothing disparaging <laughs> about her. It was just her house. It was like the setting. With, and a bunch of other friends were there, too. And I don't know if we had had, a, like, a birthday sleepover or something or if we were just hanging out there for the afternoon. But we, like, had... It's so weird, the weird details you remember. Like, we had this French onion dip and, like, chips oh, yeah. and we were eating it. And then we were, I guess, watching this movie, but only part of it. And that scene came on, and I remember being, like... I think I was probably about 12 or 13. Wow. And... Yeah, I just remember it being like, wow, I've never, first of all, I've never heard anyone talk about sex like this at all. (laughs) And I remember being really nervous because at that point I was like pretty sure that 
I was not straight. Yep, they're like, you're like, are they going to smell it on Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I had a lot of moments like that in I middle school too. and high school. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Um, yeah, especially in middle school where it's like, yeah. don't show you're interested. Also, why do you look like a freak now? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I act totally normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you ever do the finger thing? Like, okay, I don't know yeah, if you... I yeah, with like no. the length of, <laughs> Well, yes. okay, not fingering, but the length of your like uh, ring finger and your These index finger... Well, they're different oh, no, on they're different, different hands. <gasps> but I'm weird. I've always been really weird. My and I'm also not bigger, like taller. Yeah. Longer. Or yeah, bigger. and that's <laughs> supposed to indicate that you're gay. gay. Whereas like on one of my hands it's a little bit my ring finger's a little bit longer and my other hand my it's pointer finger's a little bit longer, but maybe they're the same. But I'm also like weird. Did you do that at the sleepover? Oh, okay. So that's why I brought it up is because <laughs> that was another thing where I was always nervous. Like it was a thing in middle school for a while like, to always Whoa. be like, let's look at our fingers and see who's gay. And I always used to be like, oh my God, I have to get out of here right now. I have to get out of here right now. And Aww. I got, I was so <laughs> scared all the time. I was so sad. My poor, sad Life. 12 year old self <laughs> didn't know how, yeah. what she had. Did your friends, like, make fun afterwards? Or? Uh, you know, I don't remember that. They were just like, just want to know. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. No, I don't think they did. I think it was all in my head. Probably. Yeah. They are probably like, no, I'm not gay. Yeah. You know, whether or not they were. But, right. Um, and then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think any of the people who were there identify as queer but I don't really know I can't remember anything <laughs> there, but except for me obviously anyway that was a bit off topic sort of it was about the 90s though yes um another thing about the 90s Guinevere <laughs> Turner's in this movie um so Guinevere Turner um, oh yeah called up Alyssa to the stage. I want to keep going to say Joey. Okay. She's in. That was another thing that in this. Oh, she was in Watermelon. I knew I recognized her from somewhere. (laughs) Um, Because she also did. Gabby fucking DeVoe. (laughs) (laughs) She also did. um, Hold on. I'll look it up. Because in that BuzzFeed article, she was also like a big part of it. Um, Go fish. Yes, go fish. Yeah, she did go yeah. fish. And I guess she became friends with Kevin Smith at some kind of event they were at. Mm-hmm. And he, like, ran this whole thing by her. And, and she like, was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, she's uh, a fucking expert. Well, like, she's quoted as saying, lesbians are going to hate this. <laughs> and then... Apparently, after the movie came out, she had a lot of lesbian friends who were actually into it. So, I don't know. I mean, I think... But the whole thing is like, queer women are not a monolith. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> also, it was 1997. Person. Kevin Smith says himself in this interview, he's like, it was woke for 1997. I think that's true. Yeah. I absolutely think that's true. I think that's true, too. Um, like... But it's not woke for now. No. And it's, it's interesting the ways in which, like, things ebb and flow and, like, what's acceptable and then what's not. Yeah. And then what it's becomes true. acceptable again. Yeah. Um, how it was, like, 
it was like so revolutionary for that time. Mm-hmm. I can see in lots of different ways. Like the, yeah. from that article you were talking about when it comes to, you know, lesbian sex and its construct or the construct of virginity mm-hmm. um, and how lesbians relate to that. Um, and really like everything just like sexuality wise. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but, also that whole conversation about like you lose your virginity when the hymen's broken. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's That's like, physiologically untrue. Like, the yeah. hymen can break at any time. You don't need to fall on a fence post either, <laughs> which yeah, is what, what she said. Yeah. She was like, oh, I fell on a fence post and that broke my hymen. I'm like, bitch, your hymen probably broke when you were, like, riding a bike or something. I don't know. Yeah. It can be anything. Yeah. Um, it's also not, like, a big thing that... It's not like, oh, you burst through something. It's just like... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be anything. No. No. <laughs> um, Ugh. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, but it's just like that idea of like where it is sort of revolutionary at the time. And then like people can hate on it so much. Mm-hmm. And then like coming back around to it now, I feel like there are parts of it that I still do like mm-hmm. and I still do appreciate. But for the most part, I'm like, this is such... Uh, like snapshot of the late nineties. Yeah, I would and agree with culture. that. And bro culture. And it's manic a, pixie dream girl. Yes, culture. yes, <laughs> yes. Two hundred percent yes to all of that. I think I would appreciate this movie more if it wasn't made by Kevin Smith. Okay. Or like, I don't know, not Kevin Smith specific, specifically, but do you think it would have been the same if a woman? made it mm. like could you picture a woman like word honestly for word with all well word for word no no i couldn't no. either <laughs> i could picture a woman making something similar to this yeah in the 90s but no yeah i, I just i just really don't like dude bros i'm sorry yeah this is a very dude bro heavy <laughs> film it is like don't watch it if yeah you, like get ready to get shat on as yeah. a gay lady, mm-hmm. gay person. Um, I was, like, so angry while I was watching this the yeah. whole time. But um, I, also oh. the, sorry, but also the, um, like, even the lesbian community in this movie, mm-hmm. fucking dicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, when they Which find, is also a thing. They were yeah. basically TERFs. Yeah. And, like... Definitely. Um, uh, and they really valued, like, gold star lesbianism. It's just, like, in the L word, you know? Exactly. Like, I wrote down... Um, Someone in the conversation, when they find out that Alyssa's dating um, Holden, they say another one bites a another one bites the dust, and I go, "Yikes, dikes!" Yeah, <laughs> like holy shit. Yeah, um, there's an interesting book. Um, it's a novel called Stray City by Chelsea Johnson that came out, uh, I think, last year, early last year. Um, that takes place in the '90s in Portland, and it's a lot about like dyke culture because the main character is a lesbian, identifies as a lesbian, and then, like, has a whole relationship with a man, um, and, like, has a kid from it, and then ends up with a woman. But it was written by a queer woman, and it's definitely, like, much better than this yeah. movie. But yeah, it's, it's interesting, like, the lesbian culture in the 90s was yeah. very much, like, anti-anything yeah. to do with men. One of my... Um one of my friends, uh, we went on like a date or something mm-hmm. when I, in like my early twenties, um, 
and she has since married a man, mm-hmm. has had some kids, mm-hmm. um, and she's like, yeah, like none of my um, lesbian friends talk to me anymore. Yikes! It's like that's so fucking rude. That is so rude. Like then they didn't like you as like this sounds bad, but they didn't like you as a person. Yeah. Like they weren't actually. That's so shitty. They were just friends with you because yeah. you were gay. Like that doesn't make any sense. And she's like, I don't feel any less gay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know. And it's, and you're not. It's gotta be hard, like, if you really identify with a queer community, but you're in a, you know, like, straight passing relationship, then it's not visible. And so, I don't know. It's just gotta be hard to, like. Yeah. I wanna know what. Feel like you're, like, you need to say it out loud or something yeah. all the time, like, constantly prove your queerness. Yeah. Which. I'm sure not everyone feels that way, but yeah, that's it's like an awesome. erasure kind of yeah yeah it's not um, really fair. Yeah, it makes me think of what lesbian or sorry what bisexual women mm-hmm. think of this movie. Um, yeah, because I know that like the word bisexual is never uttered, but even like Alyssa's I don't know like understanding or her um, the way that she talks about her sexuality. She essentially, like, Holden basically asks her, like, why'd you start dating girls? Right. And she's like, well, I realized I didn't want to just, like, box myself in. Mm -hmm. And it's like, huh, that sounds like bisexuality. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But she still, you know, chose to identify as a lesbian because in that climate, Mm -hmm. like, bisexuals were not popular. Um, Yeah. It was a phase. You were dirty and, you know, all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. I can see why she just stuck with one label. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I wonder what bisexual people think about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's not their favorite. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure most (laughs) most people who aren't dude bros would not call this movie their favorite. No. But. Yeah, I eh. think it's just super manic pixie dream girl. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And it glorifies the dudes. It glorifies so much. Yeah. <laughs> so many bad things. Anyway. Yeah. What do you think of this movie? Did you watch it when it first came out? Did you? We want to know. Yeah. Were you in a room with your 12-year-old friends and you were also 12? <laughs> <laughs> and you were not 12. <laughs> you were maybe like 11. Did you compare finger lengths? Yeah. Honestly, who did that? Okay, did please it? tell us if you <laughs> did the finger length thing. Finger length. Oh my god. I want to say fingerling, like potatoes. Fingerling. Fingerling. Did you eat fingerling potatoes? That's, that's And compare gay. your fingers. That's that gay. is gay. That's Just like artichokes gay. are gay. Artichokes are hella gay. <laughs> that's a reference to our episode about Antonia's line. line. <laughs> you can check it out on uh, this network. On the, this network. Yes. Um, <laughs> wherever you're listening to us right now. You can go back a couple episodes. Yeah. We're everywhere. Everywhere, <laughs> fam. Yep. Yeah, if you want to um, email us, please do at galpalswatch at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at galpalswatch. Or Instagram at galpalswatch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rate, review, subscribe. Thanks. Sometimes we forget to say that. Yeah, we do. I was thanking yeah. you, by the way, for that. <laughs> But also, now, thank you listeners yes. for rating, reviewing, and subscribing. Y'all. <laughs> Don't forget to stay gay. Stay hella gay.